Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's Business Soup. I'm your host, John Dibbavoise. On this serving of Business Soup, Stu Massengill will be joining us on helping us to find our business direction. Right from the great Tony Robbins, this young man has beat many things, including cancer, and he's going to show us how to overcome any objection by understanding what is most important within your business, within your life, within your strategy. So pull up a chair, sit on down. We're serving up some great business soup, and Stu Massengill has all the ingredients right here on Business Soup. Stu, welcome to this serving of Business Soup. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute honor to be here, John. I'm looking forward to it. My gosh, I've got one of the guys that's standing on the stage up there with with the massive presence of Anthony Robbins. Tony Robbins, you're one of the speakers, and you get up there, and one of the secret powers that you have that you share to everybody is the power of networking and communicating. And I'd like to tap your brain on what does it mean? You know, when I walk in a room, how do I use that room without making it look like I'm trying to just collect names and numbers and dates and things like that. I walk into a room, the power of networking, what does it mean? And how do you use networking to advance your business? I think first and foremost, it's adapting a philosophy. And it's the philosophy I live my life by is that through effective communication and networking, you can open any door of opportunity. People said it in different ways. Your network is your net worth. And it's all more or less the same thing. But with effective communication and networking, you truly can't open any door of opportunity. So what I always suggest for people is the moment, let's say you go to a networking event and the honest truth is your networking event is your life. Sometimes we go to networking events to meet people, but the honest truth is that if we want to create open doors everywhere in our life for our business, find ways to grow it more, we need to have this philosophy that we need to network every moment of our life. And so the biggest way that I would really start that process, if I were someone who wanted to build my network, is I've adopted a simple philosophy. And this was because I was the kid that grew up that was shy, that was introverted, that didn't know how to have a conversation with someone and truly couldn't grasp how people had conversations. I just, I was like, what do they talk about? And so for me, one of the foundational things I learned in networking and communication was just a fundamental communication building block, which is something called form, F-O-R-M, form. And what it stands for is from occupation, recreation, and motivation. And really what this is, is anytime you have a conversation with anybody, you just use this to build a conversation with them. So you can ask them, hey, where are you from? And they'll talk about themselves. You'll say, oh, what do you do for work, occupation? They'll talk about themselves. What you're really starting to do in this process is, and we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, is that people's favorite subject in the world is themselves. Absolutely. And (laughs) and so one of the incredible things about networking and communicating that I think I definitely didn't understand when I started this process is that you don't need to be the best networker. You don't need to be the best communicator to be the most effective communicator. And that if you can just ask questions and get people to talk about themselves, you're going to leave that conversation with that person going, oh my God, I, you know, I really like John. I would love to be around his energy more. And so I would say that's kind of the, the fundamental first step to starting that networking process is just having a form that you can really build off of. So when somebody asks about me and my shoulders go back and they say, tell me about you, 
what is it that I should be telling them? Do I have to go with the 15 second or do I do the elevator pitch of 90 seconds? How do I know that the person is across from me that's asking me about myself has the attention span of an educated person or a goldfish? What I would say is, let's say I'm asking you, you know, what do you do or whatever? And you then turn it back to me. I would say you want to keep it simple. You want to keep it short. But even more importantly than that, I would say for the majority of this conversation you're having with that person, let them talk. 90% of building this network with this person is letting them talk about themselves. 10% is you talking about yourself. And so what you can do in this process as you start to network with them and the real way that you turn a conversation into a true, genuine, authentic relationship where someone not only enjoyed the conversation, but wants to be around you more is you want to build what we call a common ground of interest with people. To just give a simple example, it's like, think of someone that you are really close to in your life or better yet, your best friend in the world. And now the reason that you're best friends with them is because you have so many different common grounds of interest that you trust them, you love them, you like them so much because truthfully what you found out is that they're like you and you are your favorite thing, remember. And so what you want to do in these conversations is have people talk about themselves, find ways that you can relate to them, and that's going to bring their walls down. And I would say to really put a cherry on top if you want to build a business relationship here is lead with value. And what I mean by that is sometimes we go into networking and we go, oh, hey, John, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Can you help me with this thing? And that's what the majority does, but we want to go against the grain. We want to stand out. So the way that we really do that is we come to that person genuinely authentically and just say, hey, John, what are you doing? How can I add value to what it is you're doing? How can I add value to your business, to your life, to, to anything? And then by adding value to that, one, I'm going to further the relationship. And then two, there's this thing called law of reciprocity that'll kick in. And that is that when I add value to your life innately through the law of reciprocity, you're going to innately want to return the favor. And then that's how you can start to build that relationship and that networking process. But it's massively important with leading with that value. When it comes to networking, there is a plethora of opportunities. Are there better ways to network, like from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich with the mastermind that you're a member of? Or is it better or advantageous to go to these meetups that are available? There's there's such a plethora of opportunity for meeting people. How do you pick the one to go to? I go to the Chamber of Commerce ones all the time. Yeah. And are they bringing value? How do I know which one to pick that is going to bring value to both parties in this networking opportunity? Like you said, there's a million and a half ways that we can network, right? Whether it's going to chambers of commerce, whether it's going to a big networking event. Obviously, now we're sort of in this virtual coronavirus world. So those large events aren't happening as much. But I would say the silver lining throughout whatever way you want to dive in is first and foremost, dive in. Find a way that networking you can you can implement into your life. Find a way, network, make it part of your life. But there's a silver lining that goes throughout no matter what way you network. They have done some studies. There's this woman named Dr. Meg Jay, and she did all these studies about networking and building your life path. And one of the takeaways she found in all of her research is there's something in life called loose ties versus strong ties. And loose ties, these are acquaintances, we could call them. People you met once, you met twice, they're a friend of a friend, they're your uncle's friend that you met at one of his parties once. Loose ties are people you know just a little bit. Now, strong ties, these are people that, It's your best friend. You go to their house, you open their fridge, 
you could take a drink out. They see you taking a drink out of their fridge and they're like, oh, hey, John, that's a strong tie, a really close relationship that you have. And what they found out in all this research they did is that it's oftentimes in life, the loose ties that are the ones that change our life. It's not the people that we have extremely close relationships with that open these doors of opportunity in our life. And so I think a lot of the times we go throughout life and we go, I got to make best friends with 10,000 people because if I'm best friends with all these incredible people, I'm going to have so many opportunities. The truth is, you know, have the people you're close with, have those genuine relationships that add value and happiness and joy to your life. But where a lot of your business opportunities are going to open are going to be with some of these loose ties where Maybe you know you want to grow your business in this one way and you go, oh, you know what? Mary's husband, who, you know, we met that one time at that one thing, he actually specializes in this. Let me reach out to him and just say hello, see how I can add value and how I can build that relationship. And what you'll find is as you approach networking in that manner, you are going to build an army of a network with doing, I don't know if I would say half the work, but you're not going to have to have as many of those really strong tie relationships. You build it off of loose tie relationships. And you're talking about the relationship that begins pretty much in a business relationship as opposed to my friends who I grew up water skiing with. <laughs> yeah. And as you mentioned, we feed off of each other, but seldom make any money together. I've known them longer than you've been alive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I only wish I had the money that they drank of mine, but they are my closest <laughs> friends. And we're talking with Stu Massengill, who is on stage with none other than Tony Robbins about the power of networking. And if you'd like to get his free book, go to BizSoup and we'll hook you up on the through the link there as business goes to business on Business Soup. And it's all about the five steps to meeting anyone you desire. And he'll prove his point right there through Business Soup. Get his book through Business Soup. But Stu, on the power of networking, what are the kind of questions that I would be asking you to tell me about you to open up that conversation? What would do me well to know more about you? Is there a script? I want to make sure I'm hearing correctly. So the question you're asking me is what type of questions would I be asking you to get to know you better and see if there's a business relationship that we can form there? Yeah. If that's my goal to go to network to find out, is there a relationship between you and I? How do we work together? What are the kinds of questions that I would ask you or back and forth that is going to open up a relationship and give me the information that I'm looking for to find out, you know, hey, you know, maybe Stu's got something that I can use that my audience in my particular case can use. What I would say is you want to prepare first and foremost. So whenever you're going to network or you're building your network, you want to always be aware of like, who are the people you want to reach? What is the distribution channels you want to get to? What are the connections you want to make? What are the needs that you need in your business? You want to be aware of that. And then once you meet someone that you believe can be that person, that can be that fit, that can add value to your company, what you want to understand, and this goes back to sort of what we were talking about earlier, is people are always tuning into this channel called WIIFM. And I'm sure you've heard it, right? It's what's in it for me. And so right. as you're having this conversation with them, the types of questions you want to ask them are the types of questions that are going to allow them to discover what's in it for them. So the types of questions you want to probe them with are, you know, if they have this distribution channel and you have this product. Now, if you can get them to understand that by working with you, this is actually the best scenario for them, then, you know, obviously they're going to want to continue to do business with you. So I would say that's the approach that you want to take on that. And another thing that I would just sprinkle in there is as we go and let's say now we're on these virtual networking events that we're going to, 
or we're even in person, this is past COVID and we're networking in that way. One of the biggest tools that I've found has been extraordinarily helpful in building my network is oftentimes you'll go to these big events and there's so many people. And just like you said, the opportunity there is let me meet these people, talk for 90 seconds, see if this is someone I want to further a relationship with. And then let me continue meeting people because that's the purpose. It's, you know, how many people can you meet? And out of those people, how many can you really build a relationship with? And so one of the best ways I've found to take yourself and that person off of that platform to really build a one-on-one relationship is a very simple strategy. And I just call it buying people lunch. So it's like whoever you want to network with, tell them, hey, you know, I'd love to take you to lunch. I'd love to pick your brain a little bit. I'll buy. And now what's happening is they're going to eat. Now it's free. And now they get to do it with a friend. And as we're in this virtual world, you can even do virtual lunches. I've done this with many people. And it's a way that you can stand apart from the pack. But just tell this person, hey, you know, I'd love to go to lunch with you and pick your brain. Lunch is on me. I'm going to have it postmated or Uber Eats to your door. Just tell me what you want. I'll have it ordered there. And then, you know, I'll see you on Zoom when your lunch gets to the door. And that's a way you can really build that relationship. And now you stand out because they go, oh my God, they sent me lunch. That's something most people aren't doing. And that allows you to further build that relationship. That's a great idea because I've just been on my virtual meetings and I'll go, hey, guys, first round's on me. You know, and I'm not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's always just the joke there. So that's a great idea. Send them lunch, have it delivered. And now you've got them captured. You have their attention. And now you can delve into and build the relationship over lunch. And it's as close to being in person as possible, as opposed to just going into a Zoom or a stream yard where there's 50 people that are boring you to death. And a lot of them don't have the speaking capability. We're not talking to 50 Tony Robbins up there or Stu Massengills who can capture your attention. A lot of people haven't learned the skills of public presentation. So when I go into your workshops that you are known to do, why am I going there and what can I expect to get out of those workshops that obviously are going to cause me to sit up and pay attention? Some of the workshops that I do with Tony Robbins or with Finding Direction itself. Well, let's talk about the ones that you do yourself. This is the Stu Massengill show. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so in Finding Direction, really the biggest thing we help people do and it's many different aspects of your life is build that clarity around what is it that you want to do with your life. And when we come into a workshop, that's really what we help people discover because oftentimes, and I won't go too deep into it, but to just touch on the surface, a lot of the times, whether it's, you know, we're trying to figure out what's the next business we want to start, or we're trying to get out of retirement, or for even some of the younger crowd, you know, we're graduating from college, or we're getting into the real world. We oftentimes face this dilemma, and it's especially real right now because of social media and there's so much stimulus in the world. Oftentimes we find ourselves in this place of feeling like there's so many different directions we could go. We could do this. We could do that. We could do the other. We could do the next thing. We could do the last thing and kind of finding ourselves in this place of just not sure where we really want to go. And so one of the things that we found out is if you start to look back on your life, you'll realize that you've had several things throughout your life that you've always been pulled towards. Like for you, one of those was bull riding right? And you've discovered that at a young age that you said, man, this is something I'm pulled towards. I'm going to go try that. And so really what we help people do in our sessions, about 60, 90 minute sessions, is we help people discover what are the things that lit you up in your life? And then most importantly, how do we turn that into a reality in your life so that you can wake up and you can live a life that you have the cliche saying of you never work a day in your life if you love what you do. So that's kind of the process that we really take people through in that process. 
So you help me identify where I want to go by identifying who I am and what it is that I like to do. I have, as you mentioned, the bull riding. I have moved beyond that lifestyle, but the lessons that I learned from it remarkably have applied towards business because I am actually, I am fearless. And you have to be fearless when you wrote yeah. rodeo because you can't go into something being afraid of it. Otherwise, that will be your destination. And a lot of people will go into business or they won't go into business because they fear that they will fail. Well, when you fear something, that's typically the destination that you will achieve. And I learned that and it would hurt. I used to say it's only eight seconds. What could go wrong? Well, those are the longest eight seconds of your life <laughs> A lot. sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, a lot could go wrong. So you have in your workshops that you do under Stu Massengill, you will teach people how to use that communication and networking to open up the doors to opportunity and empower themselves with having a better self-worth and being able to learn the direction and discover where they want to go and what drives their passion. Passion to profit is one of the segments that I do, how to turn that passion that you have into profit. One of your passions has been action sports. I honestly say I I don't recall ever seeing you coming out of the bull shoots or coming out of the shoots on a a saddle (laughs) bronc, but I know that you're involved with a lot of people. You know, Sean White, Olympic medalist. What drew you into the action sports? Was it the action, the people, or both? It's a great question. So I grew up in small town and I kind of grew up just being super immersed into that world where I grew up. I was a kid that skateboarded. I was a kid that would go snowboard with the family and we'd go up to the mountains and get away for a couple of days. And for me, it was kind of that place that I always found like an escape, I guess you could say, or like, you know, like bull riding. I'm sure when you're in that eight seconds, that's all that there is in the world. Everything else disappears. And so for me, that was action sports. It was snowboarding, skateboarding, doing stuff like that. And it's really interesting because one of the biggest things I discovered as I really networked down that world of action sports is oftentimes in our life, we have an idea of what something is going to feel like, what something is going to taste like, we could say, or what something, what we're going to experience when we go into a certain world. And we have an idea of what it's going to be like, but the honest truth is we never actually know what that's going to be like until we taste it. And a silly, stupid example I give people is it's like the first time you found out you liked pizza, you didn't look at the pizza and <laughs> smell it and, and look at the pepperonis and your friend came by and said pizza was good. And you're like, oh my God, I love pizza. No, you tried the pizza and then you found that it was good, right? Let's say you don't like olives. It's not that you looked at it and said, I didn't like that. You tried it. And so what happened for me is I went down this journey of, I love action sports. I want to do this. I want this to be my life. And then I started working in the industry. I started working for a company called Vans, the biggest action sports company in the world. And they're an amazing company. I loved them. But what I found out is once I got into that world, I realized that that's not actually what I wanted to do with my life. I love doing that as an action, as an activity. But as far as work, I realized that my true passion was in helping people. But it was because I experimented in that world that I tried action sports that I got the clarity that ultimately brought me to where I am today. So your participation in these sports, you did the skateboarding and just basically, I can do that, watch this type of thing. So when people pick up the phone and they say, I need to talk to Stu, I need to do this with my life. I need to learn the power of my personal presentation. I pick up the phone, I call you. What are the things that you need to know about me before you're able to help me 
if I'm calling you just right out of the blue, say someone from my audience right here, a small business owner, and they're saying, you know what, I need to expand my business. And it sounds like Stu knows how to help me get my message out there. What are the things that you need to know about me when I call you to make this relationship build? I want to first and foremost understand, you know, if you're listening to this and you want to reach out, I want to understand where is it that you're in your life right now? First and foremost, are you in a business, small business owner? Are you in the beginning stages? Are you in the development stages? Are you in the scaling stage? Let me know where you're at. And then more importantly, we want to start to look at ultimately, what is the vision you have for yourself? Is that a vision that you know you have, or is that not a vision you have? And I would say those are really the two main things. Where are you? Where do you want to go? And then we can start to really dive into that middle process of what are the roadblocks that are holding you back? Because a lot of the times what happens in business is we unconsciously self-sabotage ourselves. One yes. of the things that I've learned from Tony is it's that your psychology is the chokehold on the growth of your business. And so that's sort of what we more so get into is what are the psychological things going on that are holding you back? And then how can we really help you make some shifts to get through that middle ground? So when I call you and you want to help me get through these, what if my vision is that I need to expand my business or capture some of my business back and learn how to present my product, my business, my service, myself online. I need to start producing, say, webinars. That's a great way to get the message out. And I see this as an opportunity. What can you do for me to take my, could be a brick and mortar, could be my restaurant, it could be anything. How can you help me get into that 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 space, which is in the virtual environment, get people to look at me, my product, my service, my restaurant, whatever it might be? How can you help me get the message across? I say the biggest thing that we're going to really help you with is that networking process. And sort of what we've noticed is whether the world's moving, whether it's shifting in whatever way it is, ultimately it comes down to not a matter of how much resources do you have? Because everybody has the same amount of resources. It's how resourceful are you? And so one of the biggest ways we believe that you can become more resourceful is through expanding your network and doing that through networking, but also through building your communication skills. And so if someone was looking to get out there, like you could build this webinar, let's say, and you build that entire process, you spend three months figuring out how do you build the webinars? How do you do this? Or you can build your network You can find someone that's an expert at this. You can find someone that is done this time over time. You can work with them because you've networked with them. And now in a matter of week, rather than three months, you've gone through this process, right? Let's say you want to scale, right? Again, you could learn, study, try to figure it out, stumble, fall, do all of that. Or you could simply network through effective networking and communicating and open that door to scale in a much faster pace. So I would say that's really the part that we're going to hone in on with people. Well, you just capsulized what I tell everybody, and that is work your strengths and hire your weaknesses. Surround (laughs) yourself with people that are experts in their specific fields. And as I do, and as I've learned to do in other businesses, surround yourself with experts and they will help your business grow. And at the same time, they're making you look good too. Exactly. Stu, I could go on for another hour with you on this. You've been a high achiever for under the age of 30. You've accomplished many things, including eight-figure businesses. And you stand up there with the legendary Tony Robbins. I can't thank you enough for taking time out and sharing your strategies and your five points. Stu, thanks for being a part of this serving of Business Soup. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, John. This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoise, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.